Dane and Derek is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. You can find content warnings in the episode description. Thank you for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dane and Derek. My name is Derek and I make movies and play a lot of tabletop games and do a lot of art. Joining me as always is my friend. I am the aforementioned Dane. Um, I write, which is the art of choice for now. Probably it's kind of always been there, so I I don't see it going away. Anyways, um, I'm also a law student um, and I... um, did i still i still do music and stuff and um i'm still podcasting uh, here here we are right now doing yeah. it it's just not the i also love tabletop rpgs um and yeah. you know like tabletop games and video games food we generally like a lot of nerdy yeah shit. yeah we haven't stuff. said the phrase nerdy shit in like a very long time i think i took that out yeah a no, while I, ago we, yeah we like nerdy shit we like yeah non-nerdy shit. we just like stuff we, we like, like a lot stuff. of stuff like yeah you know, I was two things. One, the reason why I laughed when I said I do a lot of art is because I was listening to Nad Pod, not another DD podcast. And I just got done with the arc where they're like in the town full of like magic addicts who are like doing magic, but it's drugs. And the way that I said it reminded me of how another NPC said it in the game. And I was like, oh, yeah, doing art, like doing drugs. <laughs> um, and that to me was like the funniest thing, like just consuming art i don't know it was it was funny to me it's not funny now um i've beaten that to to death and then the other thing is um uh i was listening to a podcast where they were talking about how like the one way to extend your life and to slow down time psychologically is to constantly be doing new things to confuse your Hmm. brain Um, that is a way to make your life feel like it's not blowing past you. Um, so routine is actually bad in that regard. Um, yes. Doing new things. Yeah. Doing things slow, slow stuff, slow stuff, which challenging stuff. Yeah. Which I guess that kind of that more so than the first comment about doing art, uh, (laughs) ties into today's topic, which is three things we wish we knew as artists in high school, which, I feel like the phenomenon of lots of kids being super artsy in high school is like, it's always been around, but I feel like now it's a lot more widely accepted and a lot more accessible and something that we were at the beginning of. I, so I, I would say this, I think that um, as the, we've talked a little bit about the advent of the idea that your work should be, your passion, like you should have your dream job. Um, and I think that kind of exploded the art artsy people due to the, I th- in the same way that I actually think it exploded like scientific people and all of this stuff because um, it was less about like school is meant to find me good job and it's not supposed to find me the thing I love to do. Um, and I have feelings about that. I have complicated feelings about that, but I, I would agree. I would agree that it helped there be a wider group of artistic kids and have it be less stigmatized, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Cause I mean like out of our friend circle, three of us went to art school and four, four of us. Uh, you went to film school. I went to music school. Our friend Clara went to art school for animation. Um, 
Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say name. I don't know. And another one of our friends um, went to culinary school, culinary arts school. I call, I consider that an art. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. A yeah. friend of ours who may be on the show in a future date. Uh, yes and we can ask we can ask them then about yes. whether or not we can say yeah i anyways not important yeah um, not well, important, important but it's not important a, but but yeah for the yeah. sake of the show yeah four of us went to art school out of like the eight of us in the friend circle which i think is i guess pretty uncommon um, and then a pretty high number of us went to engineering school as well yeah um, and it but also like all of us collectively all practiced in art whether that's the stuff that like one of our friends does with like making things like physical electronic mm-hmm. objects or like um doing like like various like forms of art whether it be photography or painting or cooking or cooking. any num- any number yeah. of things oh, we, we we had a very artsy friend group growing mm-hmm. up and we were all helping each other do things which i think is really great uh yeah Something you don't necessarily like in movies, kids they, they never portray that. But um <laughs> I don't know. I think we were we were definitely at the tail end of being able to make a video to get an A on a project. And I say that because by the end of high school I was getting B's on all my video projects. Huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the um the difficulty of doing such a thing had grown uh so low as to no longer be impressive that you did it at all. Yeah. Um uh and it was definitely it was definitely an interesting time period i would say because high school like college and middle school you're undergoing a lot of rapid change and a lot of information and you're constantly trying new things as an artist and you're trying to figure out who you are as an artist mm-hmm. and that's really difficult and art is really difficult at that younger age art is difficult um yeah art is difficult art is still difficult i you know if not for if not for the four episodes we have this week like in this batch that we've recorded one of the topics i wanted to talk to you about was just like the suffering through picking your next project because i am struggling to decide whether to lean into the genre space or to continue leaning into the non-genre space for my next project and that's been like really difficult as an artist to figure out. And in a lot of ways, I think this episode will hopefully help me illuminate some of these things because I think thinking back to high school, especially with the art we were making will be, I don't know, interesting to kind of go back into that boat, um, which I don't know. Did you have like a thing you wish you knew right off the bat or? Mm, well, Okay. This is going to be a slight. Our, the episode title is a slight misnomer. Yeah, uh, we're going to give you six things that we wish because yeah. we're each doing three. Um, the first thing for me would be it's okay to work slower. Um, I didn't take enough time on things. Oh yeah. Um, I was often impatient and constantly wanting to work on the next thing, and I still struggle with that sometimes. Um, oh yeah. As we record this, I have two uh, finished drafts of books that I need to go back and edit, do substantial edits, not as big as I feared, but substantial edits. And 
I am also sitting here being like, well, what am I going to do next? And I also kind of need to be like, calm the fuck down. You're not actually done with the other ones. Like you didn't finish. Like, uh, and so like, I think that's something I wish I'd learned earlier. Um, yeah. Like thinking back to some of the, like, particularly around our filmmaking, how fast. Oh my God. Yeah. We did stuff. Um, we learned a lot very quick. But, yeah. I mean, definitely on the tail end of it, I'm sure you witnessed my ultimate demise of that process, but eventually I developed a sense of what was good and what was just staying on par. And by the very end of like our high school filmmaking career, I was really irritable all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> because I developed a sense of what I want, of what I wanted to get better at, which because we kept working so fast, we never, I never created the space to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes think about like once in a while, cause on the one hand, I also think maybe you needed to do all of those films to learn a lot of those things. But at the same time, I do sometimes think about like, well, what if we hadn't done wedding crasher in two months? Yeah. You know, start for to start to finish, you know, yeah. like, um, like what if that had been the thing we'd done all year? And what if that had been that. what we did instead of bros of the realm? Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. like that is a question I think about a lot. Like, and it's something that only in hindsight, after having done a lot of things and having failed a lot, right. Can you really think about that? Like, I agree with you with the whole working slower because I think it lends itself to working smarter, mm-hmm. not necessarily harder or faster. Because yeah. at a certain point, you learn that not only do you not have that many, it's not that you don't have that many stories to tell, but there's only so much you can make before you start repeating yourself in a negative way, right? Yeah. Before you start repeating yourself and you're not necessarily pushing yourself anymore. And you know, like we had kind of, I mean, like we kind of beat the whole, the proverbial pinata to a pulp by the time we graduated high school. And so when we came back to try to do similar things in college, a lot of those things kind of fell through because we admittedly were kind of burnt out by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think something that, yeah, like I definitely agree with you on the whole, like, Learning to work slow, learning to really sink your teeth into something and to think beyond the surface level of the project, I think is something that took me a really long time to examine. Um, yeah. And because I, I think it really like, because I think like when I when that kind of clicked for me, I kind of realized like, oh, I'm making all these fantasy movies with all of these themes, but all these films don't need to be fantasy movies. They can be non-genre films. Mm-hmm. And that opened up a whole nother door for me to learn new things that if I had learned that earlier, sooner, I probably could have made better movies earlier, right? Of course, yeah. you know, who's to say, right? But I often think about like, what if Bros of the Realm wasn't Bros of the Realm? What if it was like a wedding crasher or like, um, I think about your show a lot, uh, uh, uh nothing left unsaid unspoken um whoa what what show is this the one with like the flood and the guy who lost his family oh yeah i think about that a lot like what if that took the place of bros of the realm 
how oh would God, I, I know. All right, keep I, going. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but I think about that a lot. Like, because like that was like a pretty simple project. But imagine if we had taken the time to make like a half hour film that had a really nice kind of story like that. Like, we probably could have made something that could have played at more festivals or been something that when we look back on, we're maybe a little bit more fond of, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, because like Bros is a fine film, but, and it was a, cool project to come into film school with like a lot of people were really impressed by the sets we built but that it kind of stops at that like outside of that the film's just okay like yeah like not not to be a damper on my own work and the hard work we put into it and the money we raised for that film like we really gave it our all but i think there there was a lot of room for improvement that could have been learned from maybe taking less of an ambitious approach to it and instead focusing more on the fundamentals of the story and I guess mm-hmm. that's something that it would be one thing that I would have wished I'd known is that the fundamentals are always going to matter and they're always going to be the thing you should be focusing on because the genre stuff can come later and can add on to it. It doesn't necessarily need to, like you don't have to work within such defined boundaries so early on. No. And I, I would, I would back you up on your feeling on that one because like you, you said the fundamentals matter. And my immediate thought was like, yeah, the number of times I had to walk you back from things I knew we were not capable of is very high. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so like, I honestly think like, I think about that a lot. Like if we had done that, I probably would have like, we we probably would have been on a different track Um, because like we honestly burnt ourselves out doing all of these fantasy films, all of these action movies all of these high budget, high production, expensive films that like for me at least eventually financially ruined me, which is I guess another thing that I would talk about to my high school self is like, just because you have the money to spend on a movie doesn't mean you should spend it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean like, like no movie is worth financially, like effectively bankrupting yourself over. Um, it's really like un- unless it's going to save a life, there is no reason to spend all your money on a movie. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. Like if, I if hear you, you think, there. like if you get to the point where you think money will fix your art, that is, there is something fundamentally wrong with your piece of art. Yes, there's a difference between knowing what you need to make the piece financially, and yeah, you know that's that's a really good point. Yeah. Money will not fix your art. Money will never fix your art. Yeah. It, yeah. it won't. It, it it can help make your art better, but it will never fix it. Yeah. And that was something I wish I learned earlier on. But at the same time, you know, I kind of had to suffer through a bunch of credit card debt to kind of learn that lesson. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think here, like I, I some, like we were talking about a second ago about like slower fundamentals and all of that. And I'm like, I wish we'd known that, but maybe, and you know, we're, we're definitely doing some like, um, uh, hindsight stuff. Right. But yeah. I also think about like, yeah, but doing all of those films, that's where some of your fundamentals came from and Correct. how these lessons were learned. Right. Like, yes. Um, and some of this is coulda, shoulda, woulda. Um, but also it's sort of like, yeah, and these are the lessons I, I this is us just doing like sort of like a wish fulfillment of like, man, I wish we didn't have to do all that stuff to learn the lesson. We, this lesson, but you know, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's my second one. Since you skipped ahead. You skipped oh, ahead I did. Of me. Yeah, I did. Um, is 
no work has to be in air quotes, the work. Ooh, um, that's a great one. Like no piece is the piece to stand the test of time. Um, yeah. because first of all, um, all work will eventually fade away. It's about, if you ask me, it's about making a communication in the moment and that's the best that's as successful as art is going to be. Um, if it lasts, it lasts. And if it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, odds on, we probably don't have the most, um, amazing or popular works from, uh, even 500 years ago, like Mm -hmm. odds on, we're probably missing that. Um, you know, and so like trying to make the perfect work is a recipe for not making work at all. Um, and it's a recipe for um, obsessing about things and um, not not just making your work. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I think back to in high school. Do you remember that film we made? Uh, I think it was Watch Me Run or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, very silly film. Um, I will also say that from a cinematography and just like, fun and snappy film perspective it was one of the best things we did and we made it in an afternoon loosely because we were just like fuck it you know yeah um and i think about that and i'm like we got super obsessed with some stuff you know like and just wanting this to be so perfect yeah i mean like bros heroics i Mm -hmm. definitely went down a whole hole with both of those trying to make them perfect um to to the detriment of the production i would say uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and, and also like i i wish you like bros less so because bros was its own thing but like i do wish on some in some ways that you'd let go of heroics earlier me um, too and you know some fun stuff came out of like trying to salvage it but also like uh it it's not the thing you, you, yeah we're always going to go on and make more and good stuff. It wasn't the one idea. It yeah. wasn't, you know, and yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, this can be my third one or just in general, but I think it's, it's really easy to get attached to the things that people react positively to. Mm-hmm. And I think with heroics being sort of the first project that people seemed to like, cause like prior to that, I was making a lot of movies that people did not like and that people were like, just not thrilled with or like would make fun of me for or make fun of my friends for. And so like having a film that people kind of enjoyed um, and had some mild viral success. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty wild that heroics is in a book, <laughs> yeah. but like, you know, I think I just became very attached to like, Oh, like I made one good thing. This like, is your thing. This is the thing I have to do. Like I can't stop making it because once I stop making it, I'll stop making good things. And ultimately you have to be okay with making bad things and learning and trying new things because you know, like some of the greatest filmmakers like M Night Shyamalan, you know, he makes bad movies and he's fully aware that he's made bad movies. But he's also like, but I also know I can make great movies and I'll bounce back eventually. Um, you know, oh, like, it's been a while for him, though. I mean, well, he re- he made that Blumhouse movie that made for like sub a hundred thousand dollars that made like several million at the box office. Which one was that? It's like something The House or something. It was like a recent film, but I just I remember him know. talking about like 
like, yeah, like I was out of the game. So I self-funded a feature and boom, like I'm back in it and I'm doing okay again. And it's like, he was just talking about how like you learn from your failure, you try new things and you fail. And that's just a part of the process. That's a part of the learning process. And a part of the artistic process is letting go of things and moving forward and, you know, learning to be okay with failure, uh, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. That's Um, true. But also like, you know, like you also need to take people's reviews of your own projects with a grain of salt. I think you like, you can't take the mm, uh, uh, seventh piece of advice, baby. You got to be able to parse that feedback and take it with a grain Mm -hmm. of salt. Like, like the, the sooner you learn what's good advice for you versus what's just advice that people are giving because that's their opinion the easier of a time you're gonna have figuring out your work yeah and figuring out how to improve i remember i remember a time where this was like midway through the season of heroics where mm -hmm. you were frustrated with a lot of what like some of the theater people were saying in particular. And I remember, I I don't remember if it was me or someone, maybe it was, it might've been Taylor who had said this, where basically someone said to you like, Derek, yeah, like sure. Some of like, some of heroics is kind of campy and not great because it's, is what it is. Like it's not perfect, but also some of what they're saying is that they're jealous because you made a thing and they didn't. Right. Like Mm. there was some of that where like sometimes you have to learn when like criticism is not coming from a fair place. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah. Because that is a great point. Yeah. Especially and going back to like high school specifically, sometimes in high school kids are particularly mean and can't separate some stuff. And like, we'll just rag on something because they're, I, I, the more I'm a, I'm an adult, like the more I think about that uh, once in a while, when I think about that moment, I'm like, yeah, I bet there were more than a f- handful of people who were like seriously just pissed because either they turned you down and like, even if it wasn't like the coolest thing ever, like they missed out on a fun thing, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And that something got made and that them and their friends talked about big, big game and nothing came of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. something's better than nothing, you know? Yeah. Um, which, you know, it goes back to the, yeah, it goes back to a lot of what we're talking about today, which is like, like sometimes it is just okay to, to kind of like, you have to find that balance between working fast and working slow, working smart and working hard, taking in criticism and letting go of people's opinions as well mm. as, you know, understanding that and also like when to let go of your projects and when to fail, when, when to try something and accept failure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's my third one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of building off this, which is make the work for you. Yeah. Oh my um, God. Both yeah. in terms of fun and meaning. Um, and so like, for example, right now I'm, trying to figure out the novel, the next novel I want to write as much as I really need to go back and do the, do the editing I'm talking about is like, what do I actually want to write? What do I want to do? Um, is important in terms of like doing meaningful work. 
Um, but more recently I've also learned like, it's okay to just do something dumb and silly for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a friend uh, or that, that isn't like beyond for you. Like Gracie and I are currently sharing a poetry project that we've been sharing for a year. And that is just for us. Like Mm -hmm. that's okay. I have another friend where she and I write the, just like, we write the most self-indulgent, like just dumb shit. Um, and I love doing it and it makes me love writing more. Um, but that's all it's for is it's just for my own fun. Um, and so then it's like, I never would have considered that in high school to write a song just for me that was just silly and dumb and whatever. Um, and this kind of gets back to the, the work being the work. Um, it's like, I, I wouldn't have, I, because that's not important enough. Right. Yeah. Or, and also like what you're talking about with like the feedback and the, the virality and all of this and trying to find the thing that other people respond to, like chasing that. Like I was constantly like being like, well, people like this. I want I want you to like, and and so, like, when I made work that was meaningful, it was sort of for someone else. And it was also not always from a place of, like, enjoyment, right? Like, there's that mm-hmm. old adage of, like, write the story you want to read, you yeah. know? Um, it's like that. And, and sometimes that means what I want right now is to just write poems for and with my partner. Or other times it's like the story I want to read is a little weird and that's okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And to that, you know, in some ways, the sooner you learn that, that creating from a place of for yourself, the sooner you realize that it's just as meaningful to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's that thing where you eventually like you learn that like, if I just write this, not fully for me like you keep your audience in mind blah blah blah, blah. right but like if i'm writing the story i want to read i am not so special and unique that yes. there's nobody else who's gonna have find something and that if you if you you know it's the whole thing of like you get specific enough about something that suddenly it becomes universal again it's 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 that it's the yeah and it's also the thing of like for fuck's sake if everything is if you're not doing it because you want to do it, then it's going to probably end up being bad work. And so sometimes it's totally fine to just make something purely because you're like, I want to do this. Um, Yeah. And that's that's hard. It is uh, like, for example, my friend just recently, he wrote a short story. That's a fan fiction of Gracie's novel um oh that's incredible yeah yeah and and like i was like and he's like i just i just wanted to do it and i was like yes and you know what his little short story it's pretty fucking good the little the fan fiction like gracie loves it she thinks it's awesome and i was like yeah right because he was just doing it so there's there's something like there's like a spark there you know yeah um so yeah i i wish i had known that i really do i do wish that 
I, I know I'm leaning a little more on like knowing that work can be the work can be fun more than like the other thing. But yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, something I, I, I think about a lot is like, it's like, you know, like you have to, you have to have some kind of an emotional investment into it. Right. And mm-hmm. you can usually tell when you're making something that you, that you don't care about. Yeah. And that's the worst kind of art sometimes like, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've had the, we've had, we've had the privilege of making a lot of movies, you know, like I think before you and I graduated high school, we had made something like 30, like closer to like 70 upwards of a hundred. Like I personally had made upwards of a hundred shorts by the time we graduated mm. and you had been involved on like, at least 50 or 60 of those, like, you know, and not all of them were good. Not all of them were great. Some of them we were just making to try and get better at. Um, Mm -hmm. And then in college, you know, I was like, well, that's how I got better in high school. So let me do another like hundred. And I did that. And I made a lot of art that I don't like talking about anymore. Um, There's very few things. There's even fewer things from college that I really enjoy. And, I think a lot about how when I graduated, I had to really push myself to just even make something remotely that I was interested in, just to kind of get a little bit of that spark back. And, you know, taking that, taking, you know, taking art, taking time to make art for yourself is is really important. Um, I always keep like a, what, what, what I call a, like a blow off steam script lying around, which is usually a script with a really dumb idea that I really enjoy writing that I'll go back to when I need to like take a break from the stuff I'm doing. Yeah. Um, that probably will never see the light of day, but is just for me. Uh, and yeah, I think, yeah. Wow. This is like a half sad, half, uh, I don't know, like a weird emotional kind of trip down memory lane. Um, yeah, because it's kind of like we we often talk about the rosy parts of these things. Yeah, right? but like it, like heroics was this joyful thing, and also so much stress, especially yeah. for you. And yeah, I mean, like we are talking right now about like, man, I wish this. It's the it's the admitted. We're we're just like pointing out like yeah that was a mistake like you know like those sorts of things um and yeah you know like i guess uh, just to add a a bonus fourth um i think something i really do wish i'd known in high school uh, it's kind of adjacent to making art as well is just it's okay that it sucks like yeah. the art itself, the time that you're living through, like it's not a perfect time. And also you're so much at the beginning yeah. of stuff, just life yeah. of just life in general, right? Like you're and, at the beginning and you're going to do another one. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Like make the bad movie. write a bad book you know like paint poorly Uh, it's all fine it's all good it's all great it's all going to become work that 
eventually will live on a hard drive. <laughs> eventually, when you're cleaning up your files, you'll stumble across it and you'll you'll you know you'll feel something because you remember those early days and it'll be nice. Yeah, it's all work that you know like. There's no such thing as an overnight success because, you know, an overnight success 10 years in the making, right? All that bad work yeah. contributes to that. And and also, I wish I'd known at that age that success in art could look a lot of ways. Oh, my I could God. Strive, yes. And that oh I could my strive God. for various things. Like, yes. I wish I'd known I could strive to be a, a published author or whatnot, and also be a person who has a job. Also. Right. Like yeah. I wish I'd I wish I'd known that. I wish yeah. I'd known that success just looks at like a, just a, so many different things. Yeah. Um, there's different forms of success, and it's okay to have a different opinion and idea of what success looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, like I think your idea of success is very different than my idea of success and that's okay. Yeah. Like we can still collaborate and make art together, but that's because we both know what we're striving for and we can come to an agreement on what success looks like. Like for instance, on this podcast, success looks like us catching up and having a good time and talking about things we already talk about. Yeah. That is such a, an easy bar to meet success for this show does not look like, you know, having a set and 10,000 downloads, 10,000 downloads, and, yeah. you know, a Patreon. It, the success does not look like that for this show. Mm -mm. Success looks like you and I talking. Yeah. And week. that success can change. Like you said, you're talking about success changes from project to project. Yeah. Right. Like I have a project coming up that I'm literally kind of staring at right now, which is um, writing and curating curating my grand my past grandfather's work and writing in almost in response to him success mm. with that is going the bar for success is doing that yeah it does not any further is i don't know what but and that but that's not the bar for success of what of, of one of my novels I, I would really like to see that published yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's something I'd like. Um, and so that is different. And so just knowing all of that would be, would have been spectacular. Yeah. Because all, all success looked like to me was virality and money and right. Um, and that sucks, <laughs> you know, it sucks that that was like the only path presented. It's not the, that that's a bad path, just, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's complicated. There's, there's so many different paths that knowing that there's a wide spectrum of these things and that you don't have to do necessarily what everybody else is doing is fine. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I think something that, we've both probably fallen prey to is letting other people's opinions of who we should be as an artist influence the art we make. Yeah. You know, on top of that, like to add on to that success piece of advice, like, like only you can truly know what kind of an artist you are. 
And that's that takes a lot of time and a lot of space. And a lot of the things that we've been discussing this whole episode play into figuring out who you are as an artist. And a lot of people are going to have opinions on what you should be doing as an artist. Um, but it's not necessarily what you should be following. Um, and that's really difficult to kind of parse and to kind of think through. Um, it is. It is. But ultimately, in some ways, I, I, I think we wish we, we cared a little less, worked a little less, and enjoyed the, the process back then a little bit more. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it sounds like, like that's in general. Like, if you want to boil down our, like, 10 things into three things, it's that we took it a little less seriously, worked a little less, like worked had a little less bit of manically. a lesson yeah worked a little less manically and uh and just enjoyed the slowness of being a teenager with the privilege of making art at such a young age yeah you know yeah. like i don't know one of these days i'll i'll crack out all this old footage i have of us like of the behind the scenes stuff huh. i still have like a lot of that stuff damn um you let me know if you do but yeah, it'd be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of you and I uh, recorded in any way is so high. There's so oh many God, hours. Yeah. And yeah, we're so still we adding are. to it this very second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Every minute we continue to ramble and <laughs> record this episode, we are adding to the volume of media that you and I exist in. Yeah. It's, um, it's hilarious. Um, yeah. And it's, and, it's, and it's funny too because like you and I – We've often talked about the creative partnership that you and I have had um, and like how awesome we've felt to have had it and how we're very glad we can still have it in this form now. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, something that I think we are very, very lucky to, to have and to be able to continue and to still collaborate, even though we're operating in different fields, you know, we still help each other in that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. This was a this was a ponderous episode. Yes, we haven't. Uh, I, feel, I mean, I feel like every episode gets ponderous, but we haven't pondered this much in a while. Yeah, this is a particularly ponderous. I, I, also, this batch recorded started with us being hyped about um, uh, the, the the Dungeons D- and Dragons trailer. Movie, so, yeah. so we, we've. We, it, I feel like it feels extra ponderous because we came from that and are down here now, and we're like, mm, mm, yes, yes, the meaning of life. the mists of the past, the mist uh, of the past. <laughs> wow, what a good expression! The haze as you wander through your memories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think oh, I, I stole that from Lord of the Rings. Anyways, oh, there you um, go. <laughs> Tolkien, our hero. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, folks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like this is as good a place as any to end it. Um, we could meander for two more hours here. We could. I, I, I don't know what to, we, I don't know what to say. Like we could, like, um, like we could keep meandering, but I, you know, it's one of those things where I, I need to eat. You, need you know, to eat. like I, you know, I, I don't know what to say. We got we got to end the episode. I don't I don't yeah. have a better ending. I don't. Yeah, there's there's no good way to end this, and we'll probably come back to it because this is definitely something that's been on my mind a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think it's because of just the kinds of movies I'm making now and the kind of period of reflection I'm in. Um, And yeah, 
but we're always in this kind of mood because we always think about art. <laughs> absolutely. Because <laughs> we but, just love it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We That's, love art. That is something I would not want to change. Yeah. From, from exactly. In high school. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, you can follow the show everywhere at Dan and Derek. You can tweet at us. You can Insta at us. Uh, and you can see what movies I'm watching on letterbox.com slash Derek Aiello. There are links to my work there. Um, you can find my work at danewrites.com. Uh, there's a link to Substack where I uh, post small writings I do. Uh, someday I would love for there to be a link to where you could find my book. That would be cool. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there someday. We're manifesting that. Uh, manifesting, manifesting generating energy um yep anyways uh there are also links to music i've done um podcasts i've done um as well as a probably a link to my instagram um yeah 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 i'm gonna yeah. go i'm gonna go eat have fun eating i'm I gonna will. go drink another cup of coffee and uh oh it's sunny today uh probably gonna go walk outside it's a good um, plan it's a good plan yeah we're yeah we're see we're still meandering we'll 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 have to <laughs> we'll have to let let people go i yeah we're gonna have to let ourselves go we're just gonna get played out by the music that you yeah heard back in yeah. high school yeah no i know that that's that's the vibe <laughs> i i can hear i can hear you it now boom, boom yeah yeah i can hear i can hear the i can hear those guitar strings that i played ages ago ages <laughs>